Hello boys and ghouls, today we're doing a review on The Risen, and this and I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi guys. And before you ask, Mike well, here has some... The Risen, it's Risen, risen. there's no T-H-E in it. Sorry. So, uh, Mike here has something to tell a you little, guys. Yeah, a little bit. Now, as if you are a regular listener to us, our last mm. podcast was about... The Passion of Christ. Okay? Mm-hmm. okay, And we said we weren't going to do a religious platform on this podcast, uh, on our podcast. However, being Easter, we thought we might just do a follow-through with uh, another Christian-based movie before we go back to our normal uh, topics, yes. you know, normal genres. Okay? Yeah, seeing as this is Easter Sun- Monday now. Well, yeah, today, for us here, today we're doing it, it's Easter time. It's about about a week yeah. or so later now when you're listening to it. But yeah, just, and by the yeah, time yeah. this is released, it will be next month. Well, the end of the month or something, yeah, whatever. And anyway, so, so we're not trying to convert the, uh, the people to Christianity or soapbox or anything else. It's just that, again, this is a biblical drama movie. Mm. Um, and a though, bit of mystery too. Yeah, too. mystery, yeah. It's a bit of, you know how Dan Brown did The Da Vinci Code? He, had, he did a detective story. Based around the Bible, yeah, and the Bible readings, and what, yeah, in the, in the current days, um, uh, in the current generation. Now, this is like a detective story going back two thousand years. That's all yeah. it is, okay. And it might be, uh, it might give you a bit of food for thought as well, okay. Now, True. Here we go. Produced by Patrick Aiello, I think that's the right pronunciation. Uh, Mickey Liddell and Peter Silliamon, I think is the right pronunciation. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Uh, directed by Kevin Reynolds. Story by Paul Alio. Aelio. Uh, and uh, the screenplay was by Paul Alio and uh, and Kevin Reynolds. So, mm. yeah, so uh, a very close shot. It was a good movie. Now, a lot, of, a lot of religious movies can be dark and draggy. This is like an ordinary movie. Yeah. It's not sort of... Oh, doom, gloom, sackcloth, ashes. No, no, it's not like that. It's it's a good movie. It's a good drama to watch. Got dramas, okay? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, now, twenty million budget, forty six mil at box office, uh, and actually the weekend it um, opened, uh, it it fill, it finished third in takings that weekend uh, after Deadpool and Kung Fu Panda. If that's worth following anybody. Well, those two good movies they opened the same week. Yeah, well, yeah, I imagine yeah, yeah. that would. Yeah. Now here we go, actors. Well, I won't go for everybody. There's a cast of thousands like Ben Hur. <laughs> now Joseph Fiennes plays Clavius Aquila Valerius Nigar. That's mm. a long name. Fred Smith would have been better, eh? Now uh, Tom Felton plays Lucius Tycho Ennius. Uh, is yeah. now those of you who followed the Harry Potter movies. Tom Felton played Draco in Harry Potter movies. Yeah, and this name was taken from... It was to be, not taken anywhere. Well, that's what it says here, I read. Um, Tom's <sighs> so-and-so character was... This was also the name of the character his father played. And I, I like to think that maybe he's, that he's, um, the, the director or the scriptwriter was inspired by no, using that I'm name. I'm sure Paul Alio didn't go and read, read a Harry Potter book and say, hey, what a really groovy name. Well, it is, an, it is um, it sounds like a Greek or it, a Roman it name. It is. It's a very common name, like Fred, Peter, Michael, yeah, Sarah. It's just a name, okay, yeah, from that period. Some... It had nothing to do with, oh, <laughs> let's, have a, let's borrow the name. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Now, Cliff Curtis plays Yeshua, or Jesus to everybody else. Uh, he's the Messiah. Now, he's yeah. not, he, he, he portrays the role quite good. He's not yeah. over the top, sickly sweet yeah. or anything else. Mm. He's just playing normal role. Yeah, okay. apart from yeah. the Passion of Christ, which we did last, yesterday, yeah. uh, in our last podcast, um, this one is, they again, It's this one's in English, but they use the um, proper name that's for Jesus' yeah, yes, name. Well, but the thing is, that he's in it, but he's not. it's not about him. It's about the centurion who's trying to put the myth to rest. Yeah. So yeah, so it's yeah. He's and we're following a centurion doing a job for Pilate. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. He's assigned to it, and it's through flashbacks in this. Yeah, there's one. a few flashbacks in there, but there's just more of a. It's a detective drama. How's that? Pretty good. 
I would agree. Okay. Only with, of course, um, it remains unsolved, according to him, I think. Well, I think he wasn't, I think he knew what was going on, but now Bill's did. Yeah. yeah. He's left. Francis Pollock wasn't sure. Mrs. Pollock knew. Yeah. 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 Anyway, but of course, the priests, they're, not to be disrespectful to Jews, but um, they become very bent in this movie. Like, they try to discriminate the facts, yeah, if they, they were. They bend the facts, but the point is, it's like politicians today. They'll bend the truth to meet what they want it to be. Mm-hmm. They're, no, they're no different. We haven't mm-hmm. changed in thousands of years. Why would they exactly mean different? Exactly so. So, discording yeah. the facts, that's the word. They distort the facts, manipulate them, bend it, withhold information, make up fake information. They do it now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. You know, they weren't any different to us. We want to do something, let's make, let's serve it up yeah. in a way that the people will agree with us. Yes, yeah, so it's yeah. been happening for many years, the whole distorting thing throughout politicians and mm-hmm. and other stuff. Throughout the world. Yeah. So, do you want me to begin the story? Well, you might as well. So, the story begins, a man is wandering in the um, wilderness. He comes across a nice... Um, nice house owned by a, a nice a man and he is offered to come in and have a bit of food and we discover that he used to be a, a centurion true. soldier named um what's his name he was a a captain in the army and he's he, the the poor man noticed his ring on his he, finger. He a That's centurion. a centurion's and he ring. And there, had a bit of a meal and something to drink, and a bit of shelter yeah. and the rest. And he tells him his story while yeah. he's wandering around. Yeah. And then he goes retro. We flash back to yeah. when he's fighting a rebellion led by Barabbas. You may remember him as the guy who walk, was able to walk away from being executed and Jesus took his place. And that was the bad movie. Uh-huh. I might do Barabbas one day. One day, yeah. we'll we'll think about it. I might do a couple of sword and sandals for you later on. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Barabbas and his guys lost, and he says to them as he's laying there, being um, held down, that that it must be embarrassing that we have God on our side, even though I don't think God was very favourable in this particular yeah, no. scene. Yeah. So he says that Rome will fall and all that stuff, but then Claudius takes his sword and stabs him. Mm, funny that. Putting it in to Barabbas. Funny that. In another movie, I saw Barabbas got crucified. Mm. And I think in the Bible, he said he got crucified. No, 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 mm. no, 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 but uh, yeah, he's being killed in different ways. Hey, marvelous. Yeah. Anyway, he goes back to Pilate, and Pilate assigns him a new job to um, te- to bring order to a new a crucifixion that's taken place not too long ago. Uh, well, well no, that ago. afternoon, yeah, he, he sent him up to Calvary, Golgotha, whatever. Yeah. To he's make sure everything was ex- expedited properly, and uh, yeah. The, yeah. The people in charge up there and the, the, uh, the soldiers were doing the job properly. He's also assigned yeah. to babysit Lucius, too. Who Lucius he's is. He's an apprentice. He's sort of assistant. Or an understudy, or what are you going to call him, okay? Yes, so he's assigned to work under him as and, a. Anyway, they go up to Golgotha. Yeah, and Calvary. yeah, as they're walking through the Jerusalem walls, we get a sort of an earthquake. In, and and when they get to Golgotha, as you said, um, the, one of the soldiers who was there, he looks starstruck by the whole incident, and he says All that... Struck, not starstruck. Not starstruck. <laughs> he, he was struck that when Jesus died, or, you know, I'm going to say Yeshua, he said that that's when the first tremor started happening. Funny that. That was uh, all the movies. Yeah. And his two other men, they're, um, they, they knock... The, uh, they break the legs of the two other men that were with Jesus. As we've mentioned this in the last one, obviously. Uh, well, okay. The way it goes is to expedite their dying, yes. if you know, to make it fast. The, Rome, the Romans torture methods, uh, if, when you put on the cross, you, they, they put you in such a way that if you uh, want to give your feet a rest by not standing on them, you take the weight on your hands. Now, your hands would have the the nails through them. People say, oh, you couldn't have a nail through your hand. Yeah, they could have been roped up there as well as a nail. Okay? Yeah. We're not getting into this. No. Uh, so, and if you want to give your hands rest, you have to stand on your feet, which would hurt your feet. And if you actually 
didn't stand on your feet and you hung too low, you had difficulty in breathing. You'd yeah. almost choke yourself. Of so course, you, the, the Romans were very clever guys. Yeah, mm. of course, um, Jesus was not given the swift um, pain thing. So yeah, they, didn't they, break, they didn't break his legs because he's already dead. So they took a spear and right into yeah. his side and we get a squirt of yeah, oh, pa- yeah. plasma. Yeah. And then... Um, as they're about to lower the bodies into a pit behind that were behind the the where the where the cross where the yeah. a, a pit where through the dead bodies yeah for meaning the birdies to gobble up then um, Joseph of Arimathea you may know him from the Bible he approaches the centurion tells him that I've been given orders from Pilate to let him de- down so I could put it in the inside my family's tomb and I met I looked it up Mike yeah. you were asking me if he was a merchant but he's actually a member of the of the priest council, okay, but, but him and I think he wasn't yeah, aware was of what guy, yeah, of what guy. was going down. Actually, it was a it's a kangaroo court at night. They only got the chosen few who wanted. Yeah, the ones who wanted would, to yeah, say bad yeah. things about Jesus. Yeah, the other one guys weren't that you know, weren't that worried about him. Yeah, yeah. see, the, I think there was a few priests who anyway, liked you know, Jesus yeah. who, and well, they respected him. Jesus, it's about the, the detective story. Anyway, <laughs> um, so he offers his family tomb to um, Mary and Jesus's family. So um, he they start, you know, looking after his body, and then the centurion heads home, and of course Pontius Pilate is there waiting for him, and happy, asks, happy joy and joy. he asks him, um, how did you how did you feel when you met Jesus, even though he was already dead. And he says what he hopes look hopes for after his you know after his successful career he asks for peace a little uh, re- retirement you know a day of um what's it called um the day of I don't know what you're talking about he honestly. said something about something really significant in the scene where he, he says the, w- a he, day without death yeah exactly right he says he wants to retire away from all this crap yeah. Yes, and this is really relevant, as you will soon find out. So, back to our story. The next, back, so the next day, um, after a funeral that he presides over with a few of his dead soldiers, yeah, some soldiers he, were killed he, in the uprising. He yeah. meets up with Pilate and he tells him about the funeral. And then um, Pilate, who was talking to the priest, that's my idea. You should burn Jesus' body because um, he, 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 the priests have approached him, asking him to make sure that the body doesn't disappear on them because the whole, if you read the Bible, if you didn't... Oh, the foals believe it's going to rise in three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they think... Uh, that's not a new story. And okay? the th- they think <laughs> that Jesus' followers are going to sneak into his where he's going to be at and, and steal, steal his body. body away and make it, a f- you know, out that he's risen. But they decide to go for a different alternative. They decide to lock up the tomb and seal it with seal um, with, with uh, Caesar's ropes and sealing wax and stuff, so yeah. no one would tamper with it. Yeah, it's the the rock is really heavy, and as you will soon see, and it takes several people or more than several people to to push it into place. Mm-hmm. And so two soldiers, we'll yeah, two soldiers <laughs> were told to keep watch for that night, and they were given no food or drink. <laughs> Except for one, get a, one of the guys had a bladder of wine with him. <laughs> yeah, so they drink and they got probably a little drunk. A little I don't bit know. tipsy, but I don't think that drunk. Yeah. yeah, and then the next day we get the news, or the centurion gets gets the news that Jesus' boys vanished, and we see the stone that was over and the entrance has been thrown. To a different part of the area, like it was not pushed; it was thrown. Okay. It was not where it's supposed to be, and, and the ropes were burnt through. Yeah, they were yeah. like completely severed. Like they think it's all cut, but there's no, no cut they marks. No, they, they, they burnt. They actually said these were burnt through. Yeah, see, there uh, were there was no cut marks on them, so there's no way of knowing. Moving along, and they also noticed the wrappings that were wrapped. You know, the um, special um, shroud we mentioned. Um, we see it there, of course, and Michael has given me, given me, and when we were watching it the other night, he explained something interesting uh, to me that was relevant. That he says that there's no way you could see the um the okay. f- if, if it, it was it was they put it over a bit like hey look it was like the Shroud of Turin. Now two things c- come to play here: the Shroud of Turin 
you can't see, I don't believe you can see the image on it unless it's under ultraviolet light. Yes. In this scene, you can see the image. Yeah. Such as the shadow trend without ultraviolet light. Now, wait a minute. And there's, uh, as far as I can remember, of all the studies, carbon dating, everything else, indicates that the stratoturin was a fake. Hmm. The material was not of the same sort of weave design would have been done 2,000 years ago. Hmm. And the image, well, it, uh, it couldn't have been made the way they thought it was made. Yeah. So there you go. Who knows? Yes, yeah, so back to yeah, the story. He then goes ahead and looks in um he look he he goes to the um where the place where they had the dead bodies, you know, where at the um where the crucifixion was, but they can't seem to find the, any of bodies that resemble, you know, Yeshua. Yeah, yeah, so where would they put a dead body? With other dead bodies and hide it. Yeah, mm. yeah, but they couldn't find them anywhere. They went through yeah, the whole town. They even went to the um, Jewish um, cemetery, cemetery and tried yeah. to find an unmarked grave or yeah. something. I mean, they it could not find Squatto. Yeah, they, there were a few. Um, the, the one feature that they've been looking at, they said that, of, that most of the, these dead boys have their legs broken and there was none that had the spear in the side. Or maybe they had the spear some, in the some side. Did, some of them did, some yeah, didn't. Yeah. And... But they still couldn't identify they couldn't it. Find the right one. They did find a body in the middle of the road, an unidentified one, and who knows how old that one is. And it does have a spear in its side, but there is, but there's no way of knowing if it was Jesus or yeah. not. Probably not. Mm, probably. Anyway, not. moving right along. He then also <laughs> interrogates several people. So um, some of them say that they may have heard um, news of the um, Yeshua rising. And an old lady even says that she heard his voice and that he remarked that she loved her. He loved her, yeah, her in yeah. a nice way. Yeah, nice possible way, yeah. Yeah. Even the um, priest who, um, you know, Joseph Arafia, he approaches, he gets to interrogate too, and he also says that if he knew Jesus, he would embrace you like a brother, yeah. meaning that's how he sees that Jesus is not... He's not a bad person. Yeah. He would embrace anyone who and and consider yeah. them brother or sister to yeah. him. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he yeah. also returns Jesus's crown, the spikes. Oh, oh yeah, the crown of thorns. Yeah, but that was left. Yeah, yeah. didn't need anymore. Nope. Anyway, moving on. So he also interrogates two other two of the the um, disciples to Jesus. Um, what's his name? He interrogates uh, um, one named Bartholomew, I think it was. Bartholomew. And Mary Magdalene. And Mary Magdalene was pretty an easy person to find because considering yeah, that all, she all was... All the soldiers knew, of course, he had been a, um, mm-hmm, a lady of the street, if you know yeah. what I mean. And, she, of course, Bartholomew tells him that, that in order to find the followers, you, have, you may have to arrest everyone. Or everyone who's a believer. I yeah. mean, that, well, and that could be consist. That may count to the whole town, for I know. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. So. No, I'll like you. I, I wish you would. He then gets one of the um, men to. He eventually pays one of the men who knews about to get New. who may have news about maybe where the followers, the rest of the followers, are hiding, and he he eventually leads him to. To a small, t- small, small part of Jerusalem, and he then, then, and he's him and his men are heavily disguised, wearing robes and stuff to make sure that they resemble the crowd all the time, carrying their swords and their other stuff. <laughs> Eventually, he does find a room, and though to behold, he sees all the, depo- the apostles, the apostles, the disciples there, and in the middle, we see. Yeshua. Yeah, he's sitting there. He's he sitting looks, there, right in the middle of the group. He looks at the centurion and smiles at him. Yeah. And he's shocked, he's stunned. I saw you dead the other yeah, day. He yeah, sort of, well. he flashed back to the dead body, and he is dead on him. And yeah. mm-hmm. he, he, he also, um, his assistant approached him, saying that is if he's in there, and he says, stand down and return to camp. Of course, he, he's de- he thinks that, they're, that they're, they're close and they and all that stuff, and he continues. But Chloe, ugh, I can't remember. Chloe tells him to stand down and return to camp. This he wants to do on his own. 
He then enters the room slowly and Jesus tells him there are no enemies here and slowly he lowers his sword or it just flops out of his hand. And he sits down and yeah. in awe. Yeah, that, that Thomas, really one of However, the followers, moving, oh, Thomas, Thomas arrives here. and he embraces his, his friend Jesus and he shows him the wounds, the wounds on his ha- his hands and the spear in his yeah, side. Yeah, Fabrice is watching all this going, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. yeah. And then he's like saying, how? And then the next minute we see Jesus vanish. He disappears in the room. Exactly. Yeah, right. and good. they're all wondering, what What now? Do they go, what, do they just stay in Jerusalem or do they, um, do they, they flip, do they leave? And eventually Mary Magdalene, who was there at in that time tells them that to return to Galilee and there you'll see Jesus again. So they So they make that's the, a bit of a mean walk too. I've been yeah. over there. It's a bit of a distance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so the disciples they take their leave and and the Turin soldier follows them. He takes he kind of slowly removes his armor along the way, bit by bit. He also left I think it was symbolic too. Yeah. I also, yeah he also off his old world. Yeah. yeah. He also um rem, he also leaves a note for Pilate and some of the men saying he's um he's gone off to find out the more truth. investigations and, and stuff, don't follow me. Yeah, and he says, um, I, there are two things he can't understand. One, he he found the body, and two, he he's seen that very same man rose from the yeah. grave. So he can't. He's still stunned and wants to get information, even if it's not for his, for Pilate's sake, but for his own and for, curiosity. Oh, I think he's uh, betrayed him. Yeah. So, so he make, he puts his offside. Or he gives him a field promotion. Say, okay, you're in charge now. Go look for this guy. Yeah. yeah. So. So, so a centurion follows the disciples, and eventually they stop for the night. And when, without, when he was just a few in distance away from them, he accidentally um, uses a sword and stabs um, Peter. Peter. Peter comes up behind him from water. He yeah, he yells he at him. Walk up behind the guy for sword now. Yeah, Peter yells at him, saying, "Water! I was just getting some water." And he just takes the centurion's gave, gave, sword and throws it into the air, and and he's in because yeah. he's in pain now. You know, he's got this horrible scar on his leg. Scar on his leg. Of course, um, they had he. The centurion follows after them, and he he was offered a little bit of bread, you know, and water, whatever, and water, yeah. and they continue on. And the, Peter eventually does talk to the soldier, and t- and the and the soldier asks him, um, he's risen, he's eaten, and he's he's disappeared again. Does this would this mean um he can be killed again, or will he um? Or is he invincible? And Peter can't un- doesn't un- yeah, understand yeah. Well, the. Well, he said, "I don't know." Yeah, he, he does. Because yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, they don't understand all the answers. They don't, they, don't, they don't have all the answers, no. Yeah. So he can't get information from them. Yeah. So he's got to keep going and guessing and yeah. observing and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Along the way, the soldiers are finally f- catch up to them with a tracker, and it, so using his expertise. He um, tries to um, hide the dis- yeah. disciples as much as he could. Yeah, well, he, mm. he used to be a centurion. He knows a few yeah, things. So yeah, so he uses a branch yeah. and gets to wipe the footprints. So they try to hide in, you know, low well, to the ground. And they, uh, there's a bit of a, a, bit of a culvert, an actual culvert in the ground. Mm. And they sneak down it and go down the side of this hill and away from where the soldiers yeah. are. Lucius does catch up to them and he tries to stop them. And he even... Sm- quotes the line that his teacher that his his the officer taught him no quarter no quarter and Clavius disarms him and and he says no one will be dying today and he says also that there are no enemies here too and so he was able to get the disciples away and they soon arrive at Galilee and they decide to go fishing and for a they were hungry. Yeah. It wasn't case. What are you going to do? Let's go fishing. No, they were hungry. They forgot those. So they get yeah. into a boat, and as they they tried to cast the lines, obviously, and they didn't they catch anything. All night. Oh, yeah, that? and by the t- dawn, we see a figure in the distance, not not on the distance, on the shore, uh, who says, um, "Did you catch anything?" Peter says, "No, sure, nah. no." And he says, "Try the right side again." Yeah, and. Th- 
this um, gives Peter ooh, realization. This is uh, might be who he is. So he get, wakes his men up and, get, and they're cast on the line. And then somehow, with incredible force, the the boat is pulled roughly, sharply uh, to the right. And soon enough, they see thousands upon thousands of fish. Not hundreds and hundreds, probably not thousands and thousands. Yeah. <coughs> and Moby Pe- Dick was not in there, okay? Yeah, okay, and Peter right. sees, you know, approaches Jesus. A lot of the other apostles um, follow after him, and they embrace the, you know, Yeshua. And they have a fish dinner. Yeah, we watch <laughs> Jesus eat with his, pos- his his disciples, talk and stuff. He, we also see in Claudius uh, us um, Bartholomew. Um, did he? Did they always knew he would rise from the grave? And he said. He said he would. Uh, truth be told, we doubted it. We doubted it, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. he also asks, yeah. why did you follow him in the first place? And then we, but then, before we get an answer, we see an, a man a who's leper. a leper who's trying to get some fish because he's hungry, but he gets scared yeah. off by a few locals. Yeah, take him away, yeah. Yeah, Jesus is taking one of the fish, <laughs> go, approaches the man, and the man says, I'm, cl- I'm unclean, I can't. You can't touch me. And then me. he heals him, and yeah. and Bartholomew says, "That's, That's why." <laughs> yeah, he's amazed. He yeah. sees the yeah. the man slowly turns, and we see his skin's clean. And his face is normal again. No marks or wounds on his face. Yeah, so yeah. he was healed in front in front of the centurion. So mm. seeing is believing. Yeah, exactly. Soon enough, they, they continue walking, and Jesus and. Peter have a moment of discussion where he says, how much do you love me? I won't go into details about that one because yeah. that's for you to know and, yeah, well, and it's uh, in the find Bible. out. Yeah, they, they just had a chat about, you know, uh, about Mate letting him sort of take over his ministry. Yeah. Be, be the leader of it, yeah. Yeah. And then later on we, um, we see Claudius... Later that night, he Clavius. Sorry, I can't really say his name properly. Clavius. Clavius. He approaches <laughs> Jesus that night. He's he's sitting there on a on a on a cliff on a rock, and he asks him, "I wish I knew what to say." And Jesus says, "Speak your heart." And he says he can't reconcile all this stuff. So Jesus tells him to um, to believe and try to understand God and yeah. stuff like that. And he says, Jesus asks, why are you so f- afraid? And he says, are you, uh, he then says something that we hear Claudius Sepp was talking about earlier with Pilate, be- just after he died. You're looking for, you're trying to find the, the peace, you know, the, the, a day of, uh, day of without death. Yeah. And this is where he realizes this conversation he had with Pilate in private, so yeah, day without death. Mm. Yeah, and so I think he got his answer even, yeah. and he in started funny roundabout way. Mm. Yeah, then we watch him kneel down and looking up to the sky, probably even starting to believe that Jesus is probably what he claims to be. Then the next morning we see that he's gone again, Yeshua, and the apostles are yelling for him. And they see him in the distance near the sun, and he says he's going to prepare a place for them, and he will be with them always, yeah. and he'll, yeah. and all that stuff. That's for the Bible. And yeah. he then, yeah. in uh, this interesting way, he shoots off to heaven. Yeah. Well, he doesn't go on a rocket. It looks okay. like a rocket, almost. No, no, not, <laughs> no, no, not really like a rocket. No, sorry. Yeah, some people, oh, yeah, they're trying to make a sign. Told us the probably have say. They picked him up, they beamed him up, Scotty, or they sent a shuttle down for him, whatever. No, 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 yeah. he just went. Yeah, yeah. it was like watching, um, like, it just had, it just looked very impactful. Anyway, yeah. the disciples uh, stand there stunned, and then the, later on, they're all start making their plans of, you know, Doing them, starting well, their they, ministry. Yeah, they go, you go to all parts of the world and spread the word yeah. and heal and blah, 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 blah. Of course, the, yeah. they're assigned to go to Jerusalem to receive the special uh, gift. Spirit, yeah. Now, actually, uh, you're called them disciples all the way through this podcast. Somewhere along, they were disciples up until a point. I don't know whether they became apostles 
when I went back to Jerusalem. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, Somewhere yeah. along the line, I went from the disciples to being apostles. You're saying the anointed, yeah. anointed yeah. Well, 11 at this point in time. Yeah, yeah. at this point, um, our centurion is now dressed in ordinary gear. gear. And he's asked by Peter, are you going to come and fish with us? As in, you fish know, for men. fish yeah. for men instead of doing what, going back to what he used to do. Be- but yeah. then again, he can't go back to what he used to he anymore. He can't be a centurion, he, and he, do, he doesn't feel right being a, yeah. a preacher. Yeah, or and a if he does go back whatever, to yeah. Jerusalem, it could be instant death. They'll probably kill him. <laughs> so but he I, became a nomad, we don't know. But yeah. I like to think he, in, um, I like to think some centurion soldiers did get preached their, what they saw or seen. And yeah, but he had a job to do, and he betrayed Pilate. Yeah. That's a difference. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. he then wishes Peter well, and they t- they went their separate ways. And then we flash back to the present where the man is hanging on ev- hanging on to yeah, his, the, yeah. by ear, and he then takes the centurion ring and puts on table and says, "Here's my payment for." You know, he the food and say water. That. He just puts on there and he walks out the door and leaves his ring Yeah, there. before he heads out the door, yeah, yeah, yeah. he tells the the little the peasant guy, <laughs> tells him, do you really believe? And he says, I believe that I can never go back to the way things were. Yeah, meaning, he's all right. Yeah, meaning yeah. he's... He had been touched. Yeah, he's yeah. been touched by yeah. the... Man of God. Yeah. Yeah, that's how good it is. Then mm. he gets up and he leaves and he heads off down... Through the desert. Well, head off. Anyway. The end. Fade to black. Fade to black. Okay. I know so many people might be saying, oh, Jesus stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it's history. Yeah. It's a better person. Hello. Bear in mind, yeah. guys, so, there yeah. was a m- other movie and book version called Ben-Hur, and that then had the crucifixion in the background yeah, in that yeah. one. So there's a lot of, yeah, it's, it's, it, a lot of it's based on history. So it is really a, a biblical drama. <laughs> historical drama, if you will. Uh, well, to a certain degree, because obviously this is a story around it, so it's not totally historical. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's historical stuff in it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Now, production. The film was shot in Malta and in Spain and looks really, really good. It actually looks a bit like the Middle East because we, we, we went to... Uh, uh, we went on a whole eight years ago. We went to Egypt, Jordan, Israel, and it does look, it does look right, yeah. Had a good feel to it. So they, the, the location, uh, scouts, managers, whatever, mm. did a good job and make it come to life. Yeah. Anyway, mm. yeah. the pilot in this one, unlike the one that we saw in mm. Passion of the Christ, he was character was slightly more... Is a harder. Harder character. More business-like about it. Um, he wasn't worried. He, he was a little bit worried about sentencing. Mm. Uh, yes, you were to a crucifixion, but this was in after it had been done, so he'd been settled down a bit, said, well... It is what it is. I wash my hands of it. I don't care. That's their yeah. problem. There were a few yeah. moments we saw, it be, you know, yeah. in the opening, that we saw him washing his hands in a, in a pond, and I think that he still can't. He feels I, like there's blood on his hands. I saw one movie. I don't know what it's called where he kept washing his hands. Mm-hmm. He said the blood won't come off. Yeah, it's Ew. just like the um, like something out of a Shakespeare play yeah. when someone says that, will this blood be able to be removed from their hands sort of thing. Anyway, anyway let's, go let's get away from spiritual. Some of these people aren't the spirituals we are, and so we don't want to sort of ram it down the throat too much. I'm just okay. saying that, that, that there was a Shakespeare play I that know. where it dealt yeah. with a person who saw blood on their hands and they couldn't remove it because, yeah. no matter how hard they scrubbed their yeah, hands. because you are guilty. You cannot scrub guilt away. Hmm. And that was a symbolic part in that. Okay, moving right along. Okay, now... Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Reception. Good. Funny. It was really weird. Okay. Some parts here surprised me. I didn't get a great, re- uh, great, great rating from some of them, mm-hmm. but their comments were comments were interesting. Like Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Fifty three percent approval rating. Fifty percent. There you go. Oh, that's not too bad. But then you look at it. Risen benefits from a lighter tone that many faith-based productions as well as a unique take on the greatest story ever told and a terrific turn from the star Joseph Fiance. Okay, so even the guys who didn't rate it really, really high thought it was a good movie. Mm. Yeah, it was done better than the usual stuff. Okay, Metacritic, uh, they did about 51% out of 100. 
Okay, here's one. Audience polled by cinema score gave the film an average grade of A minus on an A plus to an F scale. Oh, that's nice. You go, what? <laughs> that, really, that, that came out of left field. Mm. Um, now, Richard uh, Roper from Chicago Sun Times gave a, the film two out of four stars, praising the different take on the story as well as the supporting actors. But he didn't like Fienza's performance. I don't know what he expected. It wasn't an action movie, you know. Um, yeah, well, he, he was going mm. through um, self-discovery mode, or if you like. Yeah, yeah anyway. but, well, that's the whole point of the story: yeah. more yeah. of a self-discovery and yeah. more about just like the things that we try to figure out if um, if all the facts we hear yeah. from the yeah. Bible are one hundred percent real or not. Yeah, so he's, he's trying to make sense of it. So yeah, he's going to be a bit dazed and whatever, and trying to be a detective in a area he didn't really like doing i don't think he really liked his job that much no i think he was just um he was just in that yeah. he was just forced in that position yeah, yeah he, had, he had the job was yeah all the rights didn't want to be in jerusalem probably yeah he, he wanted to go home to rome probably and just didn't like yeah, his job that it much. makes me think of yeah. of another um sort of movie adaptation of the of this sort of thing, uh, called The Robe, which is a bit of a more of a... You know, from another um, movie where it takes place in an... Is that in one Richard Burton in it? Yeah. And for Victor Mature? Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it dealt yeah. with a soldier who who was... Who 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 viewed... Who, 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 who was put on a task to go and put the myth to rest. Yeah. Uh, but he became Christian. Anyway. Yeah, go let's on. Move on. We're not doing a Christian thing here, okay? I know, I know. But <laughs> I also think I, that... It's good to bring it up, but remember some of these people aren't necessarily into as much as we are. Okay? I know, I know. Yeah. Go on. Okay, now, Megan Bals- Basham uh, of World applauded the film, writing, it's undeniably one of the higher quality faith-based films to hit theatres in recent years, <laughs> with acting writing and production values to rival other mainstream releases. Sweet. Again, that's why we decided on the movie, because it's a good biological, uh, uh, biblical drama, biological, biblical drama, <laughs> yeah. That's what it was, because it's biological. There's, there's people walking around in it. <laughs> now, obviously this one's going to be given. Michael Faust uh, from the Christian Examiner gave it 4.5 out of 5 stars. Obviously he's a Christian. Okay, so... Okay. It, 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 uh, he called it a detective-type story that is inspiring and moving. Very cool. Yes, risen is historical fiction. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. it's um, largely harmonious with the gospel story. Incredibly well done and not much different from those Sunday school discussions many of us take part in uh, from week to week. Yeah. So, um, that for the Christians, it's in line with the faith. Yeah. For those who aren't that Christian-minded or spiritually-minded, it's a damn good detective story, yeah. a good drama, okay? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to force the Christian part, part on you if you're not that way yeah. inclined, but for those yeah. of you who are, it's a good eye-opener. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did think it was pretty cool, especially um, the how he started off as a person who only believed in the gods that the Roman guys yeah, believed well, uh, in. Mars, he was his yeah. favourite god, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the war god. God of war, yeah. Yeah, paid yeah. him for strength and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, and when he found out, um, he, he left uh, him behind. Yeah, and he started believing in um, yeah. Jesus. Is what he well, believed he, in. Well, he changed from a uh, what do you call uh, when he got lots of gods come out to a monotheism of faith, which is based on Jesus and God. Yeah, whatever. So mm-hmm. he changed through the course of the movie. That's it. Yeah. Again, his, his journey. Now here we go. We don't, don't dwell on it too much for those who might be getting a bit annoyed. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Mike here mentioned. A while back, that that back in the, in some parts of the Bible, it did mention how some of the soldiers did believe uh, in him. Obviously, oh, if you must, you must. sorry, guys, let's do a piece here. Okay, I know. In the Bible, in the New Testament, Jesus was approached by a centurion who had a sick servant, and he said, "Yeah," and uh, he asked Jesus to heal his servant, even from a distance. And he believed yeah. he could because. He believed in his power. So yeah. not all the centurions were nasty and yeah, horrible. Like, um, yeah, like Claudius, um, who... Clavius. Clavius. No, Claudius. Um, no, guy. not him. Oh, another one. Oh, another one. Who was a centurion and lived in Rome. And he another asked one. Peter to come to his to his house to help him because he lived a very bad life and he wanted a little help. 
and, and Peter counseled him. And yeah, and he baptised him mm-hmm. and made yeah. him the first Roman who was baptised. Yeah. It's a real um, thing that really happened. Well, I believe so, because if so many hundreds of years later, uh, Christianity became the the official uh, religion in uh, Italy. Yeah, of course I didn't yeah. know what happened to Claudius after that, whether he he went on to preach it to his fr- friends and family. Well, you might have mentioned I mean, it, friends. But the anyway. point is that when Christianity was brought into um, Italy, they still they didn't get rid of the pagan religion. Yeah, they, uh, they had the Christian religion and pagan religions running side by side. And to work things out better, they used the pagan celebration days uh, to also line up with the celebration days that the Christians wanted to uh, use. So Christmas Day was a, a pagan feast day that they adopted for Christmas and that mm. sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, and they just used those so everyone could celebrate at the same time whether they were Christians or pagan. Nice yep. compromise. So, no, it worked out because no one knows the exact dates. No, so I mean, they, they just assigned dates. The only yeah. person who would know the exact date of when he Here was born. Here we go. God born. only knows. Yeah, that too. Uh, but well, no, but they didn't have birth certificates back no, then. They, no, they, they didn't have calendars. Mm, that too. They didn't have calendars. Mm-hmm. They, they had um, the phase of the moon, seasons. They had that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah, they had summer, winter. They, they, they didn't have, oh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday sort of stuff. Yeah. And even if they did, they didn't have a calendar like, oh, this is February, March, April, yeah. May. They, so they didn't know yeah, how no. many uh, months yeah. are in a year or yeah. if there were. That's why there's so much controversy about dates, ancient Egyptian dates, Christian dates, other dates there, because mm. the Roman Catholic Church made, oh, there's two calendars, I can't remember which one's which. There was a Gregorian calendar and a Julian calendar. One was the first one, uh, and it wasn't perfect. And then the second one they made up was mm. more in line and put the leap year into it. But the dates they made and the weeks, everything, uh, it, it actually just gave the world um, a consistency yeah. so they can trade and do things a lot easier yeah. and have time factors which are relevant to everybody. Yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. fact, guys. Yeah. Um that I think either three or two of the Caesars, you know, Emperor Caesars, had their names in, you know, for those those one or two of the particular months. Okay. I think August, Augustus Caesar, would have been yeah, August, yeah. obviously. I don't know who the other ones two are. I'm not sure who they who those ones are. I don't know. It's your story. I'm just but saying. They, but they actually said the days of the week were named after the Roman god or something rather had. Uh, or some of them, Mars, Monday was Mars Day, mm. uh, Tuesday or Thursday was Thor's Day, that sort of stuff. Yeah. They used mythology names. Mm, like yeah, it. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of clever people, yeah, I mean, they, for, yeah, yeah. For, for, yeah. For, their, for their days. Yeah. They Very smart. That, but the main, I think that was hearsay. I don't think the, the, the Christian guys in the Vatican or wherever calendars are made up would actually use pagan names for the days mm, true but caesar augustus caesar yeah it's a possibility mm. and other things yeah, yeah. so um, should we rate this movie or do you have anything look, to add? I, no i'll give it a rating um i can't look, again uh i i usually do these on production value acting value storyline okay now what i'm going to do i'm going to give us an only a nine Okay. No, only reason being, I thought some of it was a little bit slow in some areas. It moved along quite well, mm. but I would have appreciated, or I would have liked a lot more if it was just a little bit faster paced. Uh, they could have put a little bit more into it, into some of the quieter bits and stuff. But it's a good story. Um, it's not an action thriller. It's just, it's a drama. So sometimes dramas can be a little bit slow for me. That's all. So I'm not knocking it for that by knocking a point off because it does, to me, drag just a little bit in some places. Yeah. Yeah. Is that necessary? Could that have been a little more animated there? Uh, could they have changed the dialogue to make yeah. the tab more interesting? Yeah, yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, guys, um, I think I would give it a 9.5 out of 10 myself. I thought it was pretty cool, especially the moment where where the centurion approached Jesus and asked him, and this is, I often wonder to myself, if I ever had the moment to either talk, ever meet 
God or Jesus face to face, and I'm trying. I'm just doing this really politely. You're gonna meet him one day. Yeah. You want to meet him now? No, no. I just yeah, meant like if I ever did meet him face to face, what kind of question would I ask him? That would be a hard one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're, yeah, we're not getting into a... I know, not a debate about this. ...theological discussion here. Okay? I do but, yeah. I do think that uh, yeah. for the creators yeah. who were trying to work out what would happen if another person, another follower came along board and yeah. and this person represented mm. the audience who who's considering the soldier in this, mm. he represents us up here. Yeah, who, we had the guys who... Yeah, the, the newbies. Yeah, you know, who yeah. just happened to walk in and he, and God call, and Jesus called us brother or sister and Ooh. said, "You're welcome yeah. to come in and yeah. talk yeah. to us yeah. Yeah. or talk to me." Anyway, yeah, we're not doing. A I know. I'm sorry, thing. guys. But what, if you but, want to start a spiritual uh, podcast site, we'll do that later. But the moment we're doing movies, it okay? does make it interesting. <laughs> even though I don't mind talking idea about because yeah. I do question what would happen if I did meet him and what kind of question would yeah. I ask? A bit of time for reflection for all of us, maybe. Yeah. Any, however, I think you should finish it okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. Because we're doing a movie review, not a full theological I know. podcast. Just okay? think for those who are Christians or Catholics, just think about it. But how about those people out mm. or ones who? Maybe just drift away because they don't really believe anymore. Mm, so you've got to be mindful of those people. Maybe uh, their damaged goods. Maybe their their time hasn't come. I don't know. But I'm not going to judge anybody. I'm not going to browbeat them with dialogue and rhetoric. I know. No, but no, it does no. make you wonder what you yes, you would ask and what his answer would be, which is which is probably a lot of us have asked these sometimes. Anyway, uh, I'm digressing again. Uh, so, you always do. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, um, oh, minute, can we get this on availability? Amazon? Availability, yes. Is it available? I, have, I checked eBay. There's plenty for sale. Amazon has it rentable and plenty for sale. Now, I did notice something. There is a sci-fi movie. Oh, really? 2021. It's also called Risen. Ah. <laughs> so, be careful. Get the date right, which is 2016. Yeah, and be sure to get the characters. And if, you're if the cover has a Roman-looking guy on it, you've obviously got the right movie. The other one's got someone in something like a space suit, like one of those <laughs> things they use when there's a... You know, well, not space suit, when they use uh, virus outbreaks or whatever, they put those sort of things which, um, like a volcanologist wears, there's uh -huh. isolate them from the disease and stuff. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, this is if not you've got a, a Roman on the front. That's a right movie. Yeah, exactly. And it's Blu-ray and it's 4K. Everything else you can get a good clean copy if you want it. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird that how many movies these days would often use um, this. Say a movie came out at the same time and they use the same title. Well, similar. It's a name. It's it's, it's only same names you have. Mm, true. But yeah, just get just get onto the wall. Like say the other there. day, I was trying to find a movie mm. that I've been trying to find for ages. And every time I come across it, um, another movie out there is going by the sa same title, and it makes it a lot more harder to find. It is hard, yeah. But when you get, especially the same year. Especially, it's the same year that came so, out. I mean, how come on? You said Dracula and Dracula or something. Or hello, yeah. <laughs> which one is it? Yeah, and you got to go looking for. It, it makes it hard. But like, what I'm gonna say is, just getting back to, we, we we've done two Christian movies just now. We're not going to do this all the time, but we thought about Easter time, it would be a nice thing to do, okay? Um, yeah, a nice, respectful thing no, no, to do. No, very respectful. And we, at Christmas time, we did a Christmas, Christmas we time, did We did the Ten Commandments, and let me see, we did um, yeah. the uh, another Moses movie called yeah. the um, Ex... Exodus. Yeah, Ex whatever. Yeah. Which was much more later on. Yeah. But we also did the uh, the Encounter, too. Yeah, the encounter, yeah. So we do them occasionally. You know, we're not we're not trying to sort of uh, force our views. views on anybody, but we think they're good movies. So yeah, um, I mean they do uh, have our, something. Our next podcast will probably go back to normal sci-fi or a slasher or something really good. Now someone did complain about us not doing new releases. We're looking for some either this year or last year releases for our next podcast. I mm. like I think, and next couple might be in our normal genre. Sci-fi, horror, and or fantasy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's usually a good time to think about um, 
this sort of thing. So yeah, Christmas time to me and Easter are a time of reflection. If, even, even if you're not a, a died in the wall Christian and stuff, and you know, you know, you beat you know, It's time to reflect. It's either yeah, time to reflect, and even those who are fringe dwellers and stuff, yeah, you know, we what's life all about? I mean, heading in the right direction and stuff. And yeah, it's it's good. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's about it for us tonight, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this <coughs> latest podcast. And for those of you who are Christian and or and or semi-Christian, ones who got a little bit yeah, uh, uh, sit on sit on the fence, but don't really are not very active in the faith. Look, yeah, it's time to have a reflection, maybe, because the world's getting harder and nastier. We need all the help we can get. So you know, have, yeah. a, have a bit of reflection on it, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope you uh, yeah. have a good life. How's yeah. that? And yeah. for those mm. who mm. Um, don't believe in the Jesus side, remember God does he, love he you. He believes in you. Yeah. <laughs> God does believe in you and he loves you. Yeah. And all the shit going on in the world is made by men, not by God. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so don't get confused. Yeah. And down here, that, that someone, someone once told me in World War when World War Two they were referring to, I think, there's no atheists in the foxholes or in the trenches because even the guys who in there who weren't very practicing Christians started to pray because that's all you got left at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, think about it, guys. So that's about it for us tonight, guys. So feel free to check it out and along with any of our other podcast episodes. Yeah. Always, yeah, always good to backpedal and check out the other ones as yeah. much as you can. But we're going to surprise with something really good next one. Sci-fi, horror, something really good. Or something in between. <laughs> nah, or sci-fi, horror. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> thanks for listening to our latest podcast, thanks, everyone. Guys. And we'll see you guys for this next, the next one. So long, guys. Bye.